Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 55 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose, and here we are, another week upon us. It is still December, and I'm here to bring you three hoes per stocking. Uh, let's hit the theme song and get the show started. <laughs> And with that song, we do know that another week is upon us. It is another episode of the show. So how's everybody's week been, man? Um, I got a lot of positive responses from the last episode about Grumpus. And I wanted to say thank you guys. I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, Maybe we'll do more top ten informative things like that in in the future. Um, Not all the time, man, because then it wouldn't be special, right? So uh, what's everybody been up to? Uh, Me, not too much. I did get to see Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, and it was incredible. So um, uh, it it was a lot of fun. We uh, we went with some friends, had some dinner, um, sat incredibly close to the stage, man, three rows back. no, it, it was it was a pretty incredible day. And then uh, the next day, because he's spending an entire week here uh, in town, um, I'm, I'm getting my kids ready for bed the next night. You know, everything's kosher. I'm settled in for the evening. Got home from work. I'm tired. My phone buzzes. It says, Kevin Smith is live. And I look at my phone. I go, okay, cool. Let's see what he's up to. And wouldn't you know it, he's at my comic book store <laughs> right up the street. And I'm like, oh, man, it's too late. I can't get out. Uh, all right, I'd go see him. And my kids are like, oh, my God, I know that place. We go there. Yeah, we go there. But um, <clears throat> a lot of fun, man. And, and it inspired me to do another show. So uh, we're going to keep this going. Um, and in the Christmas theme, that's what we're doing this, this whole month of December. Um, I do have a top five list that's uh, pretty exciting and fun so um i don't know man not not much else going on for that just uh getting through the holidays i guess so um tell you what man i'm gonna play you guys a song i know this is a little bit early usually this is the, the part of the show where i rant for a you know a few minutes and stuff not really doing that this week don't really have much to say uh, i'm gonna play you guys a song and then we're gonna get into our top five so i'll see you guys in a couple minutes
there you have it so um <clears throat> today i'm keeping in in line of the themes that we've uh, been going through december uh holidays and whatnot <clears throat> the, picture this if you will the joys of spending time with family watching the delight on your loved one's faces as they open your carefully wrapped gifts the threat of terrifying murderous people or creatures intent on destroying you <laughs> Now, when you put it like that, it seems like Christmas and horror go together as about as well as oil and water. But that has that has not stopped uh, filmmakers from combining these themes, and often this combination proves to be highly entertaining. Um, for some, it's Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, because um, yeah, it's scary but full of fun, right? Uh, it's a good one for for your kids. But um, there are others that really push the boundaries between uh, festivity and fright. So if you haven't guessed already, I'm going to do top five Christmas-themed horror films uh, for you guys to watch this holiday season. And um, I'm actually going to do a bonus one for you. So we're going to do six, six this week. <clears throat> so um, let's get that started. So uh, let's see. Last year, um, a year before, I, I don't, it was 2014 or 2015... Either way, we were treated with a new twist, new twist on hor horrific holidays uh, with Krampus, which I mentioned in last week's episode. Uh, the crowd-pleasing comedy horror has uh, steadily gained buzz due to its over-the-top premise. An evil form of Santa haunts an ungrateful family and clever marketing campaign, and it joins a slew of other films ranging from fun to downright freaky, and that show us Christmas in a darker light. So, um... Number one on the list, you got to start with Gremlins, and that's always been one of my favorite movies. Um, my wife can't stand it, but I love Gremlins, and I want to get my kids into Gremlins. So <clears throat> here's a synopsis here. So basically, um, <clears throat> it, it's basically what happens when cute, cuddly Christmas gifts turn deadly. Um, and that's the premise behind Gremlins. Uh, it brings comedy, horror, and holiday cheer together for an outlandishly fun movie-watching experience. Um it's technically not a Christmas film, they say, but it takes place around Christmas. So I I throw it right in there in the category. Um, <clears throat> even though Warner Brothers released it in the summer of 84, um, it's set during the holiday season. So, um, And basically, 
It's uh, it begins with Rand Peltzer's quest to find his son the perfect gift, and it turns out what he brings home is an adorably fuzzy mogwai. Um, it's a little bit more than he bargained for, and it spawns offspring that turn into deadly reptilian gremlins, and chaos ensues. It's an amazing movie, and I do want to say that last year I did get to meet uh, Zach Galligan from the movie, who plays Billy, uh, the boy that gets Gizmo, the gremlin. And he was such a nice guy, and he was very respectful, and, and uh, he was really nice to my wife and everything, and he was a great dude. So, uh, number one on my list is gremlins. <clears throat> number two. Black Christmas, the 1974 original version, not the uh, weird remake from the early 2000s, because that was terrible. So um, Black Christmas has a distinguished honor of being one of the earlier slasher films and one of the scariest holiday theme movies ever made. Um, it follows a group of sorority sisters who are terrorized by a deranged man living in the attack of uh, their campus house. And uh, from frightening phone calls to gory deaths, Black Christmas features more than a few bone-chilling moments. And its overall bone-chilling mood sets it apart from other sometimes campier Christmas horror movies. Um, Hollywood made the film... It, it, it was 2006. I'm looking it up here. But um, if you're looking for a truly terrifying ride, stick with the original. 2006's Black Christmas was awful, and I will never watch it again. And it's really hard for me to find movies that I don't like. So, um, number three... Silent Night, uh, 2012. Um, <clears throat> check this out, man. Santa Claus is a legendary figure, one that's instantly recognizable around much of the world. So it was only a matter of time before Hollywood turned this mythic man into a deranged killer for our entertainment. Uh, Silent Night is loosely based on both campy 80s horror film Silent Night, Deadly Night, and a real-life 2008 massacre. Um, it takes place in a small town where a deputy sheriff desperately tried to stop... A deputy and a sheriff, sorry... Uh, desperately try to stop a murderous man dressed as St. Nick. Silent Night improves greatly on its predecessor, which was banned when it was released due to its controversial content. It combines dark humor, gore, and jump-out-of-your-seat moments to create an experience that's every bit as fun as scary. So, there you have it. Uh, number four, and I've got this movie on VHS way back in the day. Hard case and everything. It's called Christmas Evil. Uh, from 1980. Have not seen it in years, but um, it made my list. Um, the Yuletide season is supposed to be full of joy and love, but in Christmas Evil, it's anything but that for Harry and his traumatic childhood experience with Santa Claus uh, translates into murder and mayhem. There's a there's a darkness to Christmas Evil that sets it apart from other Santa-inspired Christmas slasher films, and it deals with issues like mental health and community responsibility. It features some uh, fairly stellar cinematography, especially for a low-budget horror film, so uh, while Christmas Evil might not put you in the holiday spirit, it will still delight your more uh, macabre senses. So uh, check out Christmas Evil, dude. I have not seen that one in a while. Um <clears throat> Number five, uh, this movie is called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, uh, made in 2010. Um, and in this acclaimed fin Finnish horror film, so it's, it's, it's from Finland, um, a small town uncovers the real Santa Claus in a mountainside grave, and the jolly man who symbolizes Christmas for so many is far more sinister than we've imagined. Um, and instead of rewarding children with gifts, he wants to punish all those who cross him. Uh, the idea of an evil Santa isn't new, but it still feels fresh in Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Uh, the movie both celebrates and parodies horror films about the undead, and brings equal parts humor and terror to the screen. Uh, while it's not well known, Rare, Ex Rare Exports is well worth the watch for anyone for a little fright with their holiday festivities. Now, um, in a, uh, an attempt of uh, unprofessionalism here, I'm looking on my phone 
and I'm checking out da, 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 the number six because I just watched this one the other day on Netflix, and I want to get. Okay, here's a little premise of it. It's called uh, A Christmas Horror Story, and you can stream this now on Netflix. Um, it came out in 2015. Um, <clears throat> the premise is this. Not even Santa Claus is safe from the evil that descends on Bailey Downs, a small town that is suddenly plagued with malevolent spirits, zombie elves, and Krampus, the anti-Santa Claus. Um, and it's got William Shatner as a uh, radio DJ who narrates the whole thing. So it's like four, four different uh, stories that all connect into one. And, uh, spoiler alert, the big finish is Santa Claus versus Krampus himself, and it's pretty epic. Uh, I watched it on Netflix the other night, and, uh, actually watched it again, like, two nights later, so it was really good. Um, so there's your six, man. Um, go out and, 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 uh, scare yourself a bit. Watch some, uh, watch some, uh, horror Christmas films. Uh, actually, you know, I'll give you another one. Not really high rated on the list, but you can watch it. It's called uh, Santa's Slay, uh, starring Bill Goldberg as a, as an evil Santa. But uh, it's a slasher film, uh, probably along the lines of the Ginger Dead Man. So it's not really worth all that much. But um, here's your here's your six. So check those out. All right, man. So let's get into our next segment, which I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. It's a fun one um, that I love to do. I always tell you guys to write to me. Uh, I got a new email address, which is just okay pod at gmail.com, so you can email me there. Um, but this is our mailbag episode, or segment, and here's the soundboard. You have new mail waiting. That's right. So, what that means here, I'm going to go to my email folder here. Here we go. I have one this week. Okay, this is kind of a long one, so bear with me. This is from uh, Nashuhada88, so thank you for writing into the show. Uh, It says, Hi, we are returning back regarding application on a career website. I haven't seen that you match our conditions for our vacant position. Salary, $3,200 a month plus bonuses. Main tasks will be... Do the best service to our partners and customers, providing cooperation and necessary support for the clients of the company. Do administrative services by regular ordering reports. For this role, you should be resident of United States, excellent time management and communication skills, 21 plus, constant internet access. You should be constant internet access. If you are still seeking for a job opportunity, please reply us back. Have a blessed day. Well, maybe I could take a side job at getting these people a dictionary. I'm sorry, but um, if you're going to write to me, you gotta, you got to fix your grammar. I'm, I'm really strict on grammar here. Um, so, Oh, I do have a second email. This comes from Kathleen. So uh, shout out to you, Kathleen. Thank you for writing to me. Um, <clears throat> and it reads like this. No subject. Uh, my buddy just got off the phone with me and told me he close to 2,000 and less T-Han 60 seconds, all by clicking a few simple buttons on this brand new money system, and I gave it a whirl myself, and I only banked $1,302.49. Poor me. Maybe you'll have better luck. Enter here. Can't click above, then click here. All the best, Kathleen. You're about to know how does that feel. I'm about to know how does that feel. That sounds like a threat. Kathleen, 
you need to tone it down. That's what I think. Take it down a notch. Uh, get yourself a Snickers because you're not you when you're hungry. So uh, those are my emails for the week. And uh, I do want to say that uh, I, I got another one yesterday saying that my uh, email account was hacked back in September. But they're just now getting on that. So it's a good thing that I do have the new email account, which, again, is just okpod at gmail.com. Now, uh, let's get into our next segment, uh, which is everyone's second or third favorite segment, the trivia. For those of you guys who were there with me last week, I had asked the question, which cartoon character was created by Max Fleischer in the 1930s? Uh, and the answer to that is Betty Boop. So uh, there's, some, there's some useless trivia knowledge for you. You can uh, entertain yourself and your friends at a party. So uh, this week's uh, question, get a pen and paper ready, is what skateboarding actor-to-be plays the main character in Sonic Youth's music video for 100%? Did you catch that? I'll read it again. What skateboarding actor to be? So he was a skateboarder first turned actor. That gives away right there, I think. Uh, plays the main character in Sonic Youth's music video for the song 100%. So go ahead and mull that one over for the week. Uh, if you have the answer, go ahead and email me at justokpod at gmail.com or on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay um, where I do try to get back as promptly as possible um, you're listening to this on SoundCloud right now at soundcloud.com slash this podcast is just okay and if not head over to iTunes um, search the podcast and um, give me a rating one star if you hate it five stars if you love it three stars if you're in the middle it's okay to leave stars and ratings and reviews and i will read them on the show which will be pretty entertaining for all of us so uh go ahead and check that out um you can check me out on instagram at kissmember 34 i do a different album cover for each episode on instagram and i've been posting them to facebook too so check those out um the holidays are here. We're getting close down to the wire. Um, there might be some time left. Go to cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise uh, for official podcast merchandise. Um, I designed the, the logos myself. Uh, there's two of them so far. There's mediocrity, mediocrity at its finest, which is an 8-bit version of me. And the other one is the horse mask logo. Uh, you can put it on a t-shirt, a mug, uh, a hat, a pin, a button, a wallet. Uh, you name it. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll even make one for your cat. I don't know, but um, check that out. Cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise. I want a mug. If you're gonna send me a Christmas present, get me a mug with my face on it because I still don't have one yet. But um, yeah, check it out. It, it, it's a uh, it's a good place to go for uh, you know treat the the podcast lover in your life with some mediocre merchandise. So um. With that, uh, I guess that is the show this week. I will sign off, say have a week, and I will catch you guys next time.